millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's Life Logistics. We're here to help you with any problems that you've got that you've sent into us that don't have... It don't even need to be problems, just conversation starters, anything, <laughs> no, fucking don't say whatever. That, Oi, you know, um, the, yeah, the dream <laughs> chat, dream chat is banned, obviously. But yeah, I keep going. Our oh, dream chat is banned, but oh, I've this got one as well. Thing. But but I, I have one last night. I forgot to tell you this. I forgot to tell you this, but um, it, it was about ten days ago. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife says that she was woken by me in the night because I was sleep chuckling, which is something that I've done for many years. That's not <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not the story. I've talked about that before on the show. She is well used to my sleep chuckling, and it's something I'm proud of because it means yeah. that I'm in a good place if I'm chuckling in my sleep. Of course, right? it does. Yeah, and um, unless you're planning someone's demise. Well. This incident happened the other night, and this is God's honest truth, not something she makes up, right? She heard me chuckling, and that woke her up. So she looked at me, and I was quite animated, but sound asleep, chuckling. And then she said, oh, God, I'll just wait for him to stop, then I'll get back to sleep. And apparently I said, after chuckling for a while, I said, welcome. And then there was a pause. I chuckled a bit more, and I went... To the industrial wool sale. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, when she told me this in the morning, I went, fucking hell. I went, maybe it's because me and Andy have been talking about walls a lot recently. And she went, I know you've been talking about walls a lot recently. And I'm pretty certain that's why you were dreaming about hosting an industrial walls. (laughs) Oh, imagine that, though. That would be the best thing. It sounded fucking great. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the magical world of industrial walls. <laughs> what is God. an industrial wall? It's an extra strong wall, is what I imagine, isn't it? Yeah. That's like the the equivalent of the boat show, isn't it? Or yes. The, the home the home show, whatever it's oh, called. The boat show, the ideal home show. The ideal home show, that's the thing, the yeah. Car show. The I've been to no, I have been to the show. ideal home show, but I've been to although it was the sort of thing that in the past wouldn't have appealed to me, but now if it's still going, yeah. I would go to that because it's basically anything like we that. could do we could do an alternative one called the Ideal Rig Show. Yeah, yeah, we could, couldn't we? In a much much smaller venue. 
Yeah, and it would be <laughs> loads of like rig stuff, uh, very much like I've told you, or maybe you told me about that great BBC television news report that you can watch back on the BBC archive or whatever of Sterling Moss's futuristic rig in the 1970s. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's up there somewhere, isn't if, it? If yeah, we did we'll the ideal to... rig show, I imagine mm-hmm. that would be the vibe. It would be, it would have a yeah. strong Sterling Moss vibe to it. Yeah. We'll hire Earl's Court. We'll do yeah. two weeks. We'll do a week of uh, the rigs, and then we'll do the Industrial Wall Show after that. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> but, um, while we're doing dreams, I had a dream last night that me and you were setting up a new TFTM office in Great. Manchester. Manchester, interesting. Manchester. So not, we decided against Nottingham. We decided against Nottingham. We mm. went big. We went Manchester. And I'd, I'd yeah. met you there, but I met you not at the office we we're going to set up, but at your solicitor's office in Manchester. Yes, good. Now, this, this, <laughs> this solicitor's, about right, yeah. this solicitor's <laughs> office was a very, very old Dickensian <laughs> yes. kind of office. And yes. it had lots of those, you know, those little, little tiny drawers that you have on a wall and oh, you have about like a hundred of them. The, that's the ba- I'm not going to hire a solicitor who doesn't have those drawers, mate. He had all of These them. These are the basics. And the, the solicitor himself was a very Dickensian kind of figure. Yeah. And you, you banished him from his own office when Get I out. arrived. So that, so that we and you could have a chat about something. Yeah. <laughs> so that, <laughs> be gone. So that we Leave could have us. a chat about something. And he was at the side looking in through the glass, through the glass sort of door. Uh, and he's he looking was. in, watching us, waiting <laughs> to be allowed back in. Yeah. And then when he did come back in, he was just really trying to ingratiate himself, trying to talk was. about football with us in that uh, way that people who don't like yeah. football do. Yeah. Like Fuck talking about the, a Wayne Rooney penalty or something like that that happened yeah, fucking yeah, 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, we were like, be gone, you snivelling wretch. And he just Fuck wanted to be our friend. Hell. Well, that's, I mean, that sounds about right. I mean, he sounds like a fucking sycophant, but that's what I like in my legal representatives, to be honest. <laughs> in all of my professional representatives, accountants, bookkeepers, yeah. and so forth, I like them all to have a touch of the um, uh, Bob Cratchits about them. Exactly. It was exactly that. Yeah. You don't want to be questioned, do you? You want your demands to be carried out to the fullest I expect those papers to be ready by Christmas Eve. But, but, but Mrs. Lady, have them done, damn you. I will be making a trip to Manchester especially to collect them. Make it so. But that means I won't be able to be home on Christmas Day. So be it. You made your bed. I assume you want this jo- You want to continue in this job. Well, then you shall complete the papers for myself and Mr. Dawson's new offices. I assume you wish to continue being retained by myself and Mr. Dawson? <laughs> oh, dreams. This snivelly little cunt. Oh, yeah, he's a um, cunt, but, you know, what are you going to yeah, do? But you've got to have a solicitor, haven't you? Um, yeah, it's like logistics. Yeah, um, so... We're, we're, we're kind of like people's solicitors in this, aren't we? Mm. legal representative common, but we should common point out, law solicitors not none of our opinions are legally binding so no. do not use them in, do in not come capacity. back at us if you end up getting sick or losing money or losing Sued. your wife or husband mm-hmm. or any of them getting imprisoned or dying any of those things with this is our legal disclaimer right mm-hmm. you are a human you have free will you do not have to follow our advice they are clearly advisory at best. Um, mm. Do not take them as gospel. Mm. Um, I think we've got one 
you said that is almost a direct um Yeah, this is this is not message. usually something that we would allow. You can't mm. go to us directly and use diplomatic back channels to exploit the platform mm. that we have here um, to settle personal scores. But we will occasionally make exceptions. This is from David Whitehouse, who is a long-term associate of ours. Very much so. Yeah. Um, and has been discussed on the show in the past. Uh, you can read any of his novels if you want. Mm. Bed, Mobile Bed's Library. Good. Yeah, mm. can't remember the third one's name. I'll look it up, but they're all good. Or look they're it all, up yourself. They're all yeah. worth a read, right? Um, he he's also, having a good go at it, isn't he? He's making a go of it. Oh yeah, and his best story, of course, is about his mate who went to the doctor and um, shat himself, and then had to have a rectal examination. Yes, uh, which for you know German is, doctor, wasn't it? Yes, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but she said, I cannot examine you today because your anus is too filthy. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the full details of the story beyond that, but it is very no, much... He uh, said, that's the best, that's there. the punchline. Yeah, it came it's from David. It's his, it happened to his mate, and it's... Uh, you know, it's, one, it's, it's from the golden archive of Top Flight Time mm, Machine stories, is. isn't it? Anyway, he's been in touch because he has got an old university flatmate who he has not seen since he moved out of the flat he shared with him in Tufnell Park almost 20 years ago. He has discovered via social media that this flatmate is IFS, right? And that he might now be a doctor. So... David has sent a message for us to communicate directly to this person. If are we you are naming this person or will he know who yes, he is? Dr. Paddy O'Shea. If you are listening, right. David has a very simple question for you. Why did you never do the fucking washing up? <laughs> now, I can just picture you, Dr. Paddy O'Shea, poncing about in your white coat with your stethoscope. Doctoring. Doctoring about. Yes, nurse. Have Here those. there. Nurse, have those blood samples ready for me by by noon. Ah, will, Mr. Will Parkins. There be, <laughs> will there be any anuses for me to examine today? <laughs> what is my anus examination schedule looking like, nurse? Good, good. I'd like to get nine holes in at the golf course if I, if I can. <laughs> After I've got nine holes in in the office, if you know what I mean. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, this shouldn't take long. Nine arseholes. A quick, <laughs> I give them all a quick once over, write up my notes, and then off in my chauffeur driven limousine to the golf course. Ah, the life of a doctor what? is a, is a life by for me. 11, by 11.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then a couple of my private patients uh, after golf. That should pay for, Christ- for the Christmas turkey. <laughs> Now, Dr. Paddy O'Shea, with your privileged life in which you waltz about acting the big one just because you've got a fucking doctor certificate, right? Mm. Which you can probably get off the internet now anyway, right? But we know your fucking past. You give it a big one, don't you? I know this, I knew that. Typical know-it-all doctor, right? And yet we know that 20 years ago you were living with our mate Dave in Tufnell Park and you couldn't be asked doing your share of the washing up. You were a fucking slob just like the rest of us, right? You can put a white coat on and give it the big one in your half-moon spectacles, which I bet you wear every day to work. But we know... a chain around your neck like Larry Grayson. Yeah. 
You're a fucking fraud, mate. You're scum, just like the rest uh, of us. You're worse than scum. Oh, Dave... Shane, I would not, under any circumstances, trust you with my anus. <laughs> you are coming nowhere near my bumhole, and I think I speak <laughs> on behalf of Andy as well. Okay? <laughs> so fucking think on, right? And just fucking try and pull your weight a bit more. I bet you're even worse now you're a doctor. Go in and try. <laughs> Uh, to, uh, hello, darling. Have you done the washing up? I shall be doing it. I'm a <laughs> yeah. doctor. I yeah. have my medical notes to write up. Yeah, he'll have a fucking dishwasher now, though, won't he? When, I, doctor money. when I come in from work, much like Jerry in The Good Life, I am very <laughs> tired, and the first thing I do is go over to my cut glass whiskey decanter, take my heavy bottom whiskey glass, Take take a one cube of ice out of my special ice box with tongs. <laughs> Tong! Drop this cube of ice. Pour in from my decanter a large scotch a and large sit in my one. armchair staring into the fire. For that is what a doctor must do after work, not the washing up. In the background, I wish to hear the low hum of the dishwasher doing its business. <laughs> That's it, you slave. Doing you its fall, bidding. You mechanical imbecile. Clean my plates and cutlery. Clean my pots and my pies. <laughs> as I sit instead. And Make them shiny bright so I can eat my lamb chops from them. <laughs> so I can soil them all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll be getting Christmas Day off, you fool. You'll, you'll be, be working, working double time. You'll be working a double shift. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Dr. Paddy put... O'Shea. Yeah. Well, that's you okay. putting your fucking place, mate. Very much so. Thanks for that. Uh, got some emails Isn't this too. become a regular feature where we get people who write wrongs? I mean, it could be abuse, couldn't it? We trust. We trust. We don't want to get into legal difficulties, but we do have this mm. dream solicitor in Manchester now who can run things we by. Do. Yeah, um, yeah. If you have a direct gripe with someone who you know is listening, send mm. it to us, and if we take pity, we will take a view. And if if we think that you've got a case, we will we will bring it up here on the show. I mean, we we could easily change the name if we need to, mm. as long as the nature of the gripe. And the remonstration is good enough. We might consider doing it. This is what we call top flight arbitration machine. <laughs> okay. If you need us to arbitrate in a dispute with a friend, former friend, enemy, <laughs> or perhaps, I don't know. I've noticed that the, have you seen this news story that people have been, a lot of people have been tweeting me about a dispute between a local council and a photocopier firm. Right. Oh, I haven't bought it. Wow. Sounds familiar. Fucking hell. This is, yeah. this is. Um, I feel vindicated for all of my, for the war that I, you know, mm. I obviously I undertook a war this year. That doesn't it narrow did. it down because it's I know Iraq's, I've obviously yeah. undertaken a number of wars this year, right? Yes, like since January, yeah. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of time on my hands with lockdown. In a war-filled year, yeah. Um, <laughs> but this particular war with Xerox got very ugly. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, a Northamptonshire County Council had to pay bailiffs for a photocopier debt. Well, I've explained. This is all too easy to mount up because they get you yeah. an, into a contract that it is impossible to remove yourself you from. with a small print, don't they? Yeah. Right. A cash-strapped council had to use a credit card. I did that as well, mate. I was putting it on the company credit card, mm. which makes no financial sense. 
a cash-strapped council had to use a credit card to pay a bill of nearly £40,000. Well, fucking nice credit card there, council. Yeah, for photocopiers after bailiffs arrived at its head office. Hello. Yeah, we're here from the photocopying company. You owe us 40 grand. That's a nice mug you've got there on your desk. Whoops. (laughs) It's broken now. Oh, dear. (laughs) I slipped. Silly me. What a shame. I hope it weren't your favourite mug. I hope it didn't have sentimental value. I hope I don't slip again a bit more before this visit's over. Northampton, now then. The Northampton County Council effectively went bankrupt in 2018 and is set to be scrapped and replaced by two unitary authorities. Bailiffs arrived at its Northampton headquarters in mid-November to collect the 37500 The council said mm. the incident was the subject of a long-standing dispute. Well, I know that that is basically right. Northamptonshire County Council have been brought down by a photocopier company. Now... We don't know if this was the same one that I had a dispute with, but I'd fucking bet it was, right? Because I know the way they operate, yeah? And also, let's be honest, they're the main movers. They're up to the main movers and shakes in the photocopier world, aren't they? Name another photocopier. Number one players, yeah. I can't think of one. Can you? Nah, nah. It'll have been them. It'll have been them. But let's not say too much, because otherwise we might have to uh, deploy our Manchester-based Dickensian imaginary solicitor to defend us again. But yeah, top flight grudge machine. I was thinking it could oh, be that's called. Good, yeah. If you've got any grudges you want to put right, and we can we can remove any details that could be legally tricky. But uh, yeah, yeah, send them in. We'll do that in the new year. Jalapeno. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. What's the best way to handle the situation when a card is handing over to you at Christmas that you were expecting to have money in? But <laughs> but upon opening is actually empty. Secondly, <laughs> when there is money in the card, do you pretend to read the card first before reacting <laughs> to the money or just thank them for the fiver straight away? Thirdly, what's the most respectful time to leave between taking the money out the card and sticking it in your pocket? <laughs> well, there's things that you teach your children and there's things that you yeah. observed when you were a child. And it entirely depends on your age, James Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, if you're a child, then you probably have to observe certain protocols, I would say, like read the card, um, mm. wait for a while before stick it in your pocket, blah, 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 all the nice things you talk. If you're not a child, then why the fuck are you asking, why are you getting money in a card? I mean, we'd like it, but... Well, some people have, have, have aunts, you know, like elderly aunts who will still give... £10 in a card or something like that. Hmm. It still happens, I think, when you're an adult, rather than well, in lieu of a gift. I wouldn't fucking complain if I got it. i tell you that No, much. exactly. Well, I think what you've got to do is you've got to you know, look at the card, stare blankly at it for about five seconds and look as if... Five seconds is a long time, though, isn't it, when you're counting it out? Three and a half seconds and make it look as if you're interested in what the card says inside. 
This is really um, cruel, but giving money in a car. I have never done this and never would. It's, de- it's not my style, but I've seen it done where giving mm. money to an adult in a card is a supreme power play. Power play, yeah. It's a massive power play. I saw it done to someone um, where this person was a person of means. Mm-hmm. Um, and the giver. It was a relative. No, no, no. The receiver. The receiver. The relative, I think, was trying to make a point as if to suggest that they were perhaps less financially secure than they once had been. And it was the amount. The amount was a perfect power play amount, right? Because I remember it was £40, two £20 notes. And if you think about it, to another adult, right, Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all have different financial situations, but this adult was someone who who had a, who had a few quid. They'd had a few quid in mm-hmm. their career, right? They might not have been mm-hmm. earning as much as they once did, and I think forty pounds is the perfect power play amount because it's been thought out that doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, because also it's the two twenty pound notes. It doesn't look like yeah. an afterthought. It looks like it's been really like you've carefully taken and placed a very specific amount inside a yeah. car. And 40 is not so much that you sort of would think, well, I don't give a shit about the power play. If you give, Basically, if you give me 50 quid or more, I don't give a fuck what you're trying to say about me. I'll fucking take the 50 quid, <laughs> mate. I've got 50 quid I now. I've got 50 quid. I don't <laughs> care what you or anyone thinks of me. 40 quid's a really grubby amount of money, isn't it? Less than 40 quid, you think, oh, come on, this is transparent. You're taking the piss here, right? If you're an yeah. adult. But 40 quid is almost like, it's like going, here you go, cunt. Maybe that'll help you pay the gas bill this month. <laughs> and you're like a full adult and you're like, fucking mm. hell, 40 quid. They must mm. really think I'm struggling. <laughs> but what <laughs> But what you say, the, the other thing, it puts you in a position where as if they're there, right, if you yeah. were to do it, and I'm not suggesting, I think it's a mean thing to do, right? Luckily, the person on the receiving end, this is a well-adjusted and, and secure enough person to have seen the power play and laughed it off. But... Right. The good thing is, right, if you were to do it, give them the card, they open the card, they mm. see the 40 quid. What you need to do is keep your eyes fixed on them, unblinking, and yeah. with a smile on yeah. your face, and wait for them to look up. And there'll be a yeah. moment of confusion where they're thinking, what, 40 quid? 40? What have you given me 40 quid for, mate? And you just look at them and nod. That's right. Don't say it, but with your eyes, just go, that's right, cunt. There's 40 quid. Come on, fold it up and stick it in your wallet. (laughs) Don't spend it all at once, cunt. (laughs) You 40 quid cunt. (laughs) Here he comes, the 40 quid cunt. That's what they call him. (laughs) Sounds like a cowboy name from the Wild West. The 40 40 quid quid cunt. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Billy the oh, kid God. and the forty kid and the forty quid cunt. <laughs> it's a fucker, isn't it? It's a fucker. That's brilliant. That, that said, if anyone's listening, to it, I mean, I to be honest, if I'm really honest, I love cash, right? Not mm. for tax reasons. It just feels nice, doesn't it? And it's old school. Walking around money. Walking around money, exactly. And if anyone ever gives me cash, I'm fucking happy of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 
And if you were really struggling and you just thought, oh, well, we could give him 20... Like, well, put it this way, right? Now everyone does these gifts. Like, with my wider family, first time ever we're not getting together on Boxing Day because of the virus, right? So we're doing a Zoom, collective Zoom thing, right? Right. You know my policy usually at family events is to get a plate of food, go go into the spare room and sleep. (laughs) So I don't know. My daughter actually asked me, you know, when we do this big Zoom call, which there'll be about 40 Mm. people on, are you going to go in another room? And I said, yeah, I fucking probably will. Right. Go to sleep. I find it quite hard uh, to interact in large groups. Yeah. If the the large group is comprised of my relatives. I'm all right with other people. I'm particularly good with strangers. But relatives, it's, it's... uh, you know, it's my problem. It's not theirs. But I would rather be asleep and eating it, or eating a vegetarian sausage roll in a separate room. But you have these. Pre- we're gonna have. To, it's gonna be really awkward because we've done a Christmas draw. We all draw someone else in the family, and you have to send that person a present in time for Boxing Day, right? Right. And yeah. but there's a spending limit on it as well. So there's a lot of logistics. Forty right? quid. Well, it's not. I think it's twenty or maybe thirty. But what I'm saying is, if you've got me in... I don't suppose any of my relatives listen to this podcast. At least I fucking hope not. But um, my mum might. I like your does. podcast. Fish cake. Yeah. We know she does. She did listen. Yeah, she loved the fish cake one. And what's the other thing? She just loves it when I'm humiliated in them. Yeah. And uh, she... But anyway... What I'm saying is, if you've got me in the drawer and you think, what should we get him for 30 quid? Oh, we can't just give him cash. It's a bit impersonal. It's the most fucking personal, touching and beautiful thing you could give me was a crisp crisp 20 and a crisp 10. It's pure. It's pure. Don't go and spend it. Can you imagine they're going to spend it on some fucking toiletries or something? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I got you some some fucking shaving cream, but, you know, a 30 pound bottle of shaving fucking foam. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's a waste of money. And think of all the landfill as well, mate. That's the other thing. Mm. All this fucking shit that we're buying each other, it's all going to end up in landfill, right? Well, I mean, every year I tell my ex-wife, we get together and, and we, we, we do Christmas, you know, mm. together and, and yeah. work at what we're going to get the kids and everything because it's civil. Um, and every year I say to her, don't get them things that you think they want because they invariably won't want those things. Yeah. We get a list off them. They tell us what they want. They'll yeah. send us fucking links yeah. to where we can order these things That's online. What we do now. Do yeah. that. Don't give them little surprises, no. shitty things, because they'll end up in landfill, like you say. <clears throat> and we've got a Google, doc, Google document where we put on all the stuff we've bought and how much we've paid for it yeah. so we know where we're yeah. at with budgets and what and we've got. And that's fair. Because I tell you this as well, <clears throat> your kids, they might not look like they're doing it. They might be too well-mannered, but they will be mm. fucking looking <clears throat> at their respective... No, no. Presence and and calculating. Yeah. Well, they're they're well mannered enough to not see anything, but you get the vibe. You you know yeah. they're fucking checking, yeah. They the got the Google document that we've got this year. It's got various things on there that she's bought that the kids haven't asked for. This happens every year. I say to her, oh. don't do it. She does it every year, but by, that's by the by. Doesn't she know There's the planet's one... dying? Yeah. Well, that's another story. <laughs> There's one item for each of the kids, both of the kids. One item. And I don't know what it is, but it's the same item for both of them. It better be and a here, fucking bop it, mate. Here is how it's described on the list for yeah. both kids. One word. Mm. Spoon. 
<laughs> Fucking hell. But no, how much is it? Five quid. Five quid spoon. I think it's personalised. I tell you what, if it's a five quid spoon, I want it to be one of those fucking electric ones where you press a button and it twirls around. It's going to have to be, isn't it? A scoop yeah. bit, yeah. Or self-heating or something like that. Yeah. Spoon. Five so, pound spoon's got to be fucking good spoon now. Can't, can't wait for Christmas morning when I watch the kids open their spoons. And you'll be like this, <laughs> muttering to yourself, fucking hell, another spoon for landfill. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Oh, nothing. No, no, just saying nice spoon, that. Yeah, yeah and it'll look nice that. as well when it's in the fucking tip on the 27th. <laughs> when so it's I hope on the a kids fucking... aren't listening to this. By the, by the 27th of December, it'll be on a fucking boat heading for China, right, where they will <laughs> stick it in a gigantic fucking hole, right, and set fire to it under a load of tyres. And another oh, fucking polar bear dies. I saw a thing, a BBC One documentary last week. It's called Night Workers or something like that, and it's about people who do shift work mm. in the night, yeah. truck drivers, etc., etc. Yeah. And I think it's mostly based in the northeast. Or the ones I've seen were, and there's this massive plant somewhere in the northeast that gets all of the landfill stuff yeah. and burns it and turns it into energy. Right. That's great. That's got me feeling a lot better about if chucking if away. If they can do that, loads of shit. Then, then I'm happy, yeah. We don't have to send it to China <clears throat> anymore on the boat. The Chinese buy it, though, don't they? They buy massive boats full of they're, our landfill. They're so they can burn of, it. I mean, this this isn't racist, but in that sense, they operate a lot like the Jawas in Star Wars. You know, the little yes. cunts in the hoods. They, yeah. I've always thought about those cunts. They'll buy any shit. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They just go yeah. around and they take fucking anything. And what do they mm-hmm. do with it? They put it in that huge fucking moving unit rig Thing. that they go yeah. around in. And that's it. They just and they sell it the Chinese. We'll have that. What for? Never yeah. you mind. We'll have it. How much you want for it? <laughs> Stick it in the thing. There you go. See you later, cunts. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to Christmas Day and the, uh, the spoon unveiling. And if the kids are listening to this episode in advance, I'm sorry if I've ruined Christmas for you, but you're getting a spoon. You've ruined that Christmas spoon surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the other questions in that card query before we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, just uh, what's done? the most respectful time to leave between taking the money out of the card and sticking it in your pocket? I think it's more, when you give a present, you want to, you really want to see someone be genuinely delighted, don't you, when they yeah. open it? And for me... If I opened it, saw the money, and just went immediately, fucking get in, stick it straight, trouser it. To me, if I'd given that money, I'd think there is a fucking happy man. Did you see the speed yeah, with which getting, he trousered it? He's getting ready to use it straight away. Yeah, and he's hiding and it in his pocket. So the no other can get their hands on it. The thing is to keep it. it in the card, isn't it? And take the card home with the money in it. And Oh, thank you so much. Uh, but, uh, some cunts. What about the cunts who make a really big deal? out of unwrapping the present neatly. Oh, yeah. and they do all this shit. Oh, it's nice paper. Oh, it's beautifully mm. wrapped. Do you know what? Just fucking get on with it, mate, right? Yeah. I'd fuck it. Say if I've wrapped it, I, you know, I've bought some twine this year, right? Twine. I thought I'll get some brown paper recycled, right? So mm. less landfill shit. But then I thought brown paper on its own looks fucking dreary. So I've got mm. some... Red twine to to wrap mm. around it, right? Bang, environmentally friendly. Um, mm. So that's all right, but 
you know, I know my mother-in-law will make a big deal on Christmas morning of going, oh, this is, this is nice. Oh, you wrapped that nicely. Oh, and where did you get this twine from? And I'll just be like, tear it fucking open because mm-hmm. that's what Christmas morning should be about. You should go into mm-hmm. a... You're, you want to go into a fucking frenzy, right? Mm-hmm. A present frenzy is what we want to see. All that say, your turn now. Oh, what might it be? Oh, I'll just read the label, right? As if the label yeah. means anything. I fucking sat there last night writing about 20 labels. I ran yeah. out of ideas after the second one. It just says... Two kid, love dad, bye. Do you know what I mean? A few, like- a few years ago, when my daughter began her sort of teenage power play yeah. non-stop extravaganza, which I know you're familiar with as well, yeah. as a father of a daughter, on her birthday, she would open all of her birthday cards first before she got stuck into the present. Yeah. And I'd be sat there thinking... Just don't want the fucking presents. That's yeah. where the fun lies. It's a Get fucking, stuck in. You, Tear them apart. Come on. mad like a dog. Like a dog fucking attacking a package of sausages that it's nicked cards. out of a butcher's. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Fucking read, don't read the label. Don't you know when they like go under? You know the the flap. You know the flap when you're wrapping the prison <laughs> and you wrap the triangular yeah. flap over the top, right? And then yeah. you, you tape it down, right? And they'll. Mm-hmm. This is what a cunt does on Christmas morning. They'll run their finger underneath the sellotape. To gently, yeah. uh, like, detach the sellotape from the paper. Like, they want to keep the fucking paper intact. For what? Are you going to seriously Why? keep that till next year? Tear yeah, the cunt open. Exactly. It's Christmas morning. Go mad. Then tear open the present, right? Yeah. And then start playing with the present, right? Yeah, start playing. Play, 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 play. Right? Don't look at my note. The note is banal. I've written a banal message. I mean, what can you write? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's your present. Fucking have it. Yeah, right. Get on with it. Don't fucking do that. Tear it. Go mad. And it's to say, if you get money in a card, stick it straight in your pocket. Trouser it. Wink at him. Tap your nose yeah. to show him your IFS and then move on to the next present. And then fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, that's this episode. I think that's one query we've dealt with. Marvellous. Yeah. But we did Good deal with it. a grudge as well. We did. We did. We, we did a shout out for grudges and did some dream stuff. Uh, it's been good. Hope you've enjoyed this. If you're not IFS and you're listening to this in September, while we're talking about Christmas presents, it'll be Christmas soon, so you know it's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, that's it for this. Back with more life logistics next week. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns